Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Babakama daf Mem Hey, the last full daf of the fourth parak of Masachis Babakama. We are holding out the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Mem Dalaram Beis. This year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honored his wife and children, and Lila Nishmas' mother, Goldaba Simcha Allah Shalom, as well as by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Hatzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should all return home safely. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. First thing we're going to discuss today in the Mishnah on the bottom of Mem Dalaram Beis is whether an owner, if an owner is Maktish um, or uh, the, the uh, um, if an owner is Maktish or Shechts, the guilty Shar, so then what happens? Meaning, uh, does the, uh, does the hek, is the Hagdish Chal, is the uh, Basar going to be Mutter if the Shar is already guilty of killing somebody? Uh, and it doesn't make a difference before the Gemar Din, after the Gemar Din, the Gemar is going to have two different explanations of the Machlokas, whether a Shomer can return a Shar after the Gemar Din, meaning I'm watching a Shar for you, and while I'm watching the Shar, the shark kills somebody and it has a gemar din. Now can I say, oh, here's your shark back and I don't know you anything further. So I'm going to have two explanations of a machlokas as to whether a shomer may do that. Then on the bottom of Ahmed Aleph, we're going to have a brisa about the responsibility of each of the Dalit shomrim to pay for both damages that the shor does while under uh, his watch, as well as for kofar if the shor kills while under his watch. And we're going to try to identify the author of the brisa, and we're going to have two different possibilities of who the author of the brisa might be. Then on Ahmed Bey's, the Gemara is going to draw a distinction between responsibility of a Shomer Chinam to pay for damages done by the animal and damages done to the animal. That uh, when one is Mechabel Hezek, what exactly does that mean? Am I being Mechabel, uh, the responsibility for Hezek that the animal does or Hezek that is done to the animal or both or neither? That Well, it's obviously not neither. But then the uh, Mishnah on Amr Beis is going to talk about three possible opinions as to what level of shmira is necessary for a muad, that uh, how much shmira am I expected to uh, to place on a shar muad uh, in order to protect uh, others from being damaged by a shar muad? There's going to be one counterintuitive opinion that assumes you need a greater level of shmira on a shar tam than you do on a shar muad, and the Gemara is going to explain where these opinions come from. The Gemara is then going to discuss if an animal is muad to gore with its right horn, does that mean that it's also a muad to gore with its left horn? If it then subsequently gores with the left horn, do we say, oh, it's a tam to damage in that way? Or do we say, no, goring is goring, and therefore it's a muad. Um, and then uh, the parak is going to conclude, we'll see if we get there today, but the parak is going to conclude with two different explanations of why Rabbi Eliezer holds in the Mishnah that ein lo shmira ela besakin, that a Muad, the only way to be Shomer, a Shar Muad, is by shechting it. And short of that, there is no Shmira on a Shar Muad. So let's begin at the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Mem Dalid Amud Beis. So the Mishnah talks about a Shar that kills a person. So when do we assume that the Bailim loses Bailus on that Shar? Shar Shu Yotzil If a Shar is going to be taken out to be stoned because it had killed the person, and then at that point, Vikdisho Bailim, the Bailim decides. To make it hagdish, no muktish. It's isure hanaa. It's not considered to be in his rishus anymore, and therefore he doesn't have the ability to be makdishin. It does not take on the status of hagdish. Shechato, if he shechts the animal after the gemar din, The meat is, is going to be asr 
Mila, it's uh, it's already Isureana. Vim but if the Bailim is Maktashit before the Gemardin, meaning after the Shor had already killed somebody, but before we had a Gemardin on the Shor, then Muktash, then the animal is going to be Muktash, until the Gemardin at least, Vim Shechato, and if uh, the, the owner shechted it at that point before the Gemardin, then Besaru Mutter, then you're, allo- you're allowed to eat the meat. So uh, now the Mishnah pivots and talks about uh, nothing to do with what we were just talking about, meaning uh, Rashi points out that the next line of the Mishnah is not Building off of the uh, the previous uh, the previous line of the Mishnah, as Rashi said, new 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 sentence over here. If you give your uh, your shor over to a shomer to watch any of the dalit shomrim, and then so before it uh, it it, it so now that shomer is in place of the bailim, and therefore mud mishal. Nezik Shalim. If it's a Muad, the Shomer is going to pay Nezik Shalim. Tam, Mishalim Chatsi Nezik. If it's a Tam and it damages while under the, the Rishos of the Shomer, it's going to pay Chatsi Nezik because the Shomer becomes the new Bailim. Now it's interesting that Tosiantov points out that we list the Dalit Shomerim. That's not a surprise, but look at the order that we list the Dalit Shomerim. Shomer Chinam Shoel Nosei Sacher Socher. That is not the order in which they appear in the uh, in the Torah. So the, uh, the Tosiantov quotes from a, a, uh, a shita satosos that we had back on Dav Dalid that says that uh, the reason that it listed in this order is because the Shomer Chinam and the Shoel are the two simplest. Shomer Chinam is Potter Menachol except for Pshia. A Shoel is Chayiv in everything except for Mesa Machmas Malacha. And the Shomer Sacher and Socher are somewhere in between, where the Chayiv in some things, Geneva Vaveda, but Potter from other things, namely Onsen. So we first go with the simple ones and then we go into the more detailed ones. Tos Himself suggests that the seder of uh, the, uh, that it's, that they're listed in the Mishnah is based on something else. That a shomer chinam and a shoel are similar to each other in that there's a tzad chinam. The shomer chinam is being shomer it bechinam. The shoel is being shoel it bechinam. He's uh, he's taking possession of it without uh, with it, without without paying any money. Whereas shomer sacher and socher, there's money that changes hands in one direction or the other. So that in that sense, thematically, shomer chinam and shoel are uh, more linked to each other and Shomer Sacher and Socher are more linked to each other. Okay, but be that as it may, it doesn't affect the Halacha. The Halacha in our Mishnah is that if you give it to, a Dal- to any of the Dalit Shomrim, so the Dalit Shomrim become the new Bailim as far as the responsibility to pay for whatever that shard does while it's in their possession. So now the Gemara brings a Brisa that goes into more details of the Din of Ashar and Iskal before the Gemara Din and after the Gemara Din. so going on the first half of the Mishnah, Tan Rabbanan, if a shor kills a person and then before the gemar din against the shor you sell that shor so machar the sale is going to be is going to be binding and therefore the guy who buys it is allowed to plow his field with it up until the time that it has a gemar din l'skila he's going to be allowed to continue to plow his field with it that's how Rashi writes the Rashi elaborates that uh, he's not able to be matzalit mimisa uh, you know as far as that we're not going to say the mechir chal meaning it's going to have a gemar din and it's going to get killed, but 
in the meantime, in the meantime, you can go and you can plow your field with it, and that's perfectly uh, that's perfectly fine. Um, we don't say that the mecher is not chal at all, and he has to return, and he just has to pay the demei schirus of the charisha to uh, to the bailim. No, it's actually yours, and you plow your field with it as if it's yours. Um, and that's uh, that, that that's how Rashi writes. The pashtus is this mashma that even if the lokeach didn't know that the shar had killed somebody, the mekach is still chal. However, Tosos quotes uh, Rashi in Madurakama, who says that it's dafka if the lokeach knew that the shar had killed someone, and therefore the mocher could be katayna that you should have shechted it, and then you wouldn't have lost out because uh, by keeping it alive and plowing your field with it, so now it's going to have a gemardin, and they're going to kill it. But that's your problem. Uh, but if the lokeach had no idea that it, that it ever killed anyone, then it's a mekachtos. You can't sell me a shar that's about to you know uh, stand for you know to, to get killed because of what it had done. And you know, and make it you know, and pretend that it was a regular shar. So that's going to be a mekach ta'us hikdisho. If he's makdishin muktash, the hikdish is going to be chal shechatov yishachted pesaru muter. The meat's going to be muter ba'achila. And similarly, if it gores a person and kills a person while it's still by the shomer, hechzimor shomer lebeis ba'elav muktzar. If a shomer then returns it back to the original owner, so he did his job. He returned it to the ba'elim. But Misha Nigmardino, that's all if it was before the Gmardin. Misha Nigmardino, if after the Gmardin any of these things happen, Mecharo Eino Machri. You try to sell it after the Gmardin, the sale is not binding. And therefore, you, you, whatever Harisha you do, you have to, the, the guy that bought it and uh, was Chorish with it will pay the Schirus of that Harisha to the Bailim. And that money is going to be Asabana, because the Shar is Asabana. But, uh, but he's, got, he's got to pay the, uh, the Schirus of the Harisha. That's what the Me'iri writes. And that's uh, the, what you have to say, Lefishitas Rashi, that Adshalonigmardin, the Mecharu Machur means Lecharisha. It means if the Lokeach was Charish with it, he doesn't have to pay the Mocher. But if you sell it after the Gemardin, Eino Machur means that you do have to pay the Mocher. The reason the Shar is not, is not uh, the sale is not binding, Rashi writes, because it's Asurbana. And it's not, he's not considered the Bailam of the Shar anymore. Since it's Asurbana, it's not yours anymore, and therefore it's not yours to sell. So once you have a Gemardin, it's not yours to sell, it's also about no, so the sale is not binding. Tosus writes though within Shitas Rabbeinu Tam that he quotes Rabbeinu Tam that a shor niskal is not aser b'hanah While it's alive, it's not aser So it turns out that until the time of the skila, it's still berushos bailav. I why then uh, why then can't you sell it? Why is the sale not uh, not binding? So Tosus says because his nisr of inoy hadin that in general when you have a din Torah that has to happen, it has to happen immediately, and you're not allowed to delay the din the din Torah. So you have to you're gonna have to stone. It. And therefore, if you sell it after the Gemara Din, before you actually carried out the Din, it's not going to be a binding uh, binding sale. Rav Elchanan asks in the Kovitz Biurim, how can you pay the Mocher? The Shar is Asubana. So he says, Rashi must hold like Shitas Rabbeinu Tam, that the Shar and Iskol is Mutterbana Mechaim, and it's only so, and Eino Machar is because of the Yisravino Din, and that's only Shayich Lechachila. But the Evid, where you already kept it around, um, uh, the, then you're allowed to take. Not like we touched within Rashi that he's got to pay Demei Harishasa, but the guy's not allowed to receive it. Because uh, that doesn't make any sense. How are you going to pay Demei Harisha and the Bible is not going to receive it? No, he's going to receive it because it's Takamutabana up until the time that it, uh, that, that, that it gets killed. But anyway, we're saying after the Gemara did, if you try to sell it, the sale is not binding. Hegdish, if you try to be Makdish, it ain't no It's not Hegdish. Shechato, and you try it, you go and you shechted Pesaru Asr. The meat's going to be Asr Ba'achila. 
And if it goes and it kills a person while it's under the uh, the watchful eye or not so watchful eye of a shomer, and then it has a gemar din for skila, hechziru shomer lebeis bailov eino muxer. The shomer says, "Oh, here's your shard back after already had a gemar din the skila, so that's not considered returning uh, the object that you that, that you were supposed to watch." Rabbi Yaakov Omer. No, that last point I disagree with, says Rabbi Yaakov, that even if it had a Gemar Din while under the watchful eye of the Shomer, he's allowed to give it back and say, here's your shore back. So says Gemar, what exactly is the Nekudus HaMachlokas between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yaakov? Rabbi Yaakov, that clearly once it has a Gemar Din, it's also about Nah, and the Hold, even though it's already Yasabah, no, you're allowed to say, I know you gave me something that at the time you gave it to me was not Yasabah, no. and when I'm giving it back to you, it is Yasabah, no, but it's the same physical object. Yisra no is a halachic category. It's the same physical object. Take back your object. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov will say, what do you mean? It's the same physical object. You can't get any physical benefit from it. So you can't say, Rachel Chalifanecha. So Amarabba Rabbi says, No, that's not the Nukudah Samachlokas. It could be that everybody agrees that when it comes to Yisurya, no, you can say, Rachel Chalifanecha. Rabbi Chalifanecha, the Kovitz Burem brings a riot from here that Yisurya are not Hefker and that they're considered to be in the Bailus of their owner. Because otherwise, how could you say, Rachel Chalifanecha? It doesn't belong to anybody. In Kovitz Burem, he just adds in Mesachas Psachim that. Uh, Isra na is in the in in in, in the bailus, but it's not mamono. It's it's you're the bailum on it, but yet it's not considered mamono. Where do you have such a thing? How do you you know how do you thread that needle? That you're the bailum, you're the owner, but it's not your money. So he says you have such a thing. There's a machlokas tanoim about meiser sheni. How does meiser sheni work? I'm allowed to uh, to eat meiser sheni in Yerushalayim, not allowed to eat meiser sheni outside of Yerushalayim. So machlokas tanoim. How do we understand that? Do we understand that meiser sheni is moment gavoa or that it's is it that it all belongs to the Rebbeinu Shalom, but Hashem is nice enough to share it with you when you're in Yerushalayim, but uh, not when you're outside Yerushalayim. Or do you say, no, it all belongs to you, but you have a halachic restriction on it, and that you're not allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim. You are the bailam of it, but it's not mamono. It's mamon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Rav Chalim says you have that similar model over over here. But anyway, so Omri Bisurayana Rishal Chalifanachim. When it comes to Yisurayana, you're allowed to return Yisurayana to the Bailim and say this is the physical object that you gave me to Imkain. Because if you're going to say that the Rabbanon hold that you're not allowed to say Rishal Chalifanachim, why would they only argue about a shore that had a Gemar Din Niflog Lina Chamitz Pepesach? There are other Yisurayana where this Machlokas could have occurred if a person steals chametz prior to Pesach. So as soon as you steal something, you have a chi of hashava. There's the din of a heshavas exela. You have to return that which you stole. So but what do you do? You hang on to that chametz until after Pesach. So you, so you steal this uh, very expensive bottle of scotch that's uh, worth thousands of dollars or whatever, and then you uh, hang on to it and after Pesach. You say, you know what? I'm going to go give it back. But now it's also about no. It's chametz shavar lava Pesach. And it's also about no. So, uh, so you, you could have had that same uh, that same machlokas over there, and yet we're going to see later on in this mesecta and davtsadi chesam beis that gazal chametz va'avr lava pesach and shor adshlo nigmardino omerlo harishel chalifanecha, but only by a shor shenigmardino we have a machlokas. There's no machlokas by chametz bepesach. So apparently the machlokas is not just broadly about isurei hano. Whether you could say harishel chalifanecha, all the tanaim hold. 
that you're allowed to say Arishal Khalifanecha by Isuri Anas. So what is the Nakuda Samachlokas over here about a shard that had a Gemar Din? Elahacha Bigomrindino Shal Shar Shalab Bifan of Kamifugi. Over here the Machlokas between the Rabban and Rabbi Yaakov is what's the din of a shomer that it was that had a shar and he brought he grabbed the shar after it uh, had killed and he brought it to Bazdin in order that it should have a Gemar Din. Does he now have to pay the Bailim uh, the Dmei Hashar or not? The Rabbanon Savri Ein Gomrin Dinu Shal Shar El Befanav. The Rabbanon hold that the only way you can have a Gemar Din for a Shar Laskila is if the Shar is there, and therefore the Shomer is going to have to pay the Bailim because the Amarle. Otherwise, the uh, the Bailim could say to the Shomer, If you just would have given it back to me, it never would have had a Gemar Din. Who told you to go grab the bull by its horns and bring it to Beisdin and uh, have a Gemar Din? I, I wouldn't have done that. I would have hid it somewhere in an Adam Beisdin. Never would have found it. They never would have had a gemar din, and my shar would still be alive. So you cost me by going and bringing it to Beisdin. And now you you grab my shar from and, and brought it somewhere where I can't rescue it because it has a gemar din, and there's nothing I'm able to do about it. So be a dime. You went and you were mafsid my shar. Very strange taina, no? The Achronim were all bothered by this that the 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 Bible was going to have a taina on the shomer that you brought it to Beisdin. Uh, yeah, it killed somebody. It's supposed to go to Beisdin. Isn't that the right halacha? Isn't that what's supposed to happen? What, the taina is that you should have circumvented the whole system and ran away from uh, from the base. When human beings do that, they get in big trouble, right? They have a serum of and things like that. So what, we're going to make such a thing for uh, that, that that you could do that for a shark? What kind of taina is that? So uh, in Shuvah's Ber Yitzchak, uh, he brings a riot from here that it's not the Bailim Schiv to bring the shark to the basin in order for him to be Nidon Beskila. The Bailim just has to be Mevarit Mina Olam. He just has to make sure his shar can never do damage again by no longer existing in this world. So uh, now you understand his taina that he could say, look, if, if you wouldn't, if, if, uh, uh, if you would have returned it to me, I would have brought it to an Agam, watched it for a very short period of time, and then shechted it. And no one would have ever known, no, no one would have ever heard from it ever again. And that's the extent of my responsibility. Bezin's responsibility is to give it skila. That's the way it's going to be mevarit min olam. But my responsibility is just to be mevarit min olam. Some Sovra asks a similar question, that why, according to the Rabbanon, is the Shomer Chayiv for being matfist the Shor and bringing it to Bezin? Everyone is mitzuva al-kach. The Gemara says in Mesech HaSchul and Kufla and Chesam Beis that an, uh, an oath that's, that's Haragas HaNefesh, you have to bring it to Beisdin to be mevarit min olam. And Rashi writes, mitzvah al-kol ha-pogea b'chayave misa lahavi l'beisdin k'de l'vair rishayim mi Yisrael. That whenever you have someone who's chayav misa, everyone is supposed to make a citizen's arrest Meaning, on a human being also is chayiv misa. Bring him to Beisdin and let Beisdin deal with it. So why would it be any different over here? So the Chassam Sofer writes in the Tshuva or Chaim Simul Kofei that the chiv to bring to Beisdin is only by an of hefker that doesn't have bailim, but a shard that has bailim. And prior to the Gemar Din, it's still considered the moment of the bailim. No one else is mechuyiv nor permitted to uh, to do any ma'isu with it, other than to give it back to that bailim. And then uh, the bailim himself has to has to worry about being mevar mina olam. Meaning the Chassam Sofer is dealing. He, he says the same basic answer as the uh, Be'er Yitzchak that the bailim just has to make sure it's mevar mina olam. 
question is, what is my responsibility when I'm not the Bailim? So the, both the Chassam Sov and the Beryitzchik say that as long as this shor is owned by somebody else, my responsibility is not to bring it to Beisdin. That is not uh, my, 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 uh, my job. My job is get it back to the Bailim, and the Bailim has that responsibility. If it's a shor shall hefker, if it's a dangerous thing like a human being who's chay of Misa, well then my responsibility is to bring it to Beisdin, because there is no other Bailim on it. So that's when my responsibility would be to, to bring it to Beisdin. So anyway, so that's the Shita of the Rabbanan, that since we can only have a Gemar Din, Bifnei the Shar, the Bailim Kravitaina, why did you go bring it to Basin? You should have brought it to me, then I went to Bin Mafsa the Shar, so you owe me money. For Rabbi Yaakov, Savar, Rabbi Yaakov disagrees, and he holds Gomer Dino Shal Shar, that we can have a Gemar Din for, uh, against the Shar, even if the Shar is not here. Da'amr so the Shomer could say to the Bailim, Sof Sof, Migmar Havagamri Leladina, it wouldn't have helped if I would have given it back to you. Even if I would have given it back to you and you would have hidden it somewhere in Nagam, they still would have had a Gemara Din against it. So uh, the uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do any Nezek by bringing it to the Basin. So Gemara brings a source for the Sheet of the Rabbanan that we're not Gomer the Din of Ashar unless the Shar is present in Basin. My time at the Rabbanan, what's the basis of the Rabbanan that we're not Gomer the Din of the Shar, Ella Befanov? Because the Pasuk says, Hashar Yisakel, Vigamba Alav Yimas. From the fact that we're Makish, we make this link between the, the Din of the Shar and the Din of the Bailim. We learn the same way a human being would get killed, so too a shore gets killed. In that, just like when a uh, human uh, faces din in Beisdin, the Gemar din has to be bifan of, and he's got to be there because the pasuk says v'lo yomus harotzeach ad amdo lefnei ha'eda lamishpat. So a pasuk in the Torah, he needs to stand there. Lefnei ha'eda, eda means the basin. Lemishpat, so he has to be in the Sanhedrin. So Avshar b'fanav. So so too you have a din by shar that it's got to be that it's got to be b'fanav. Of Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yaakov who holds that we're gomer the din of a shar lemisa even shalom b'fanav will say bishlam abaylim b'nei tainaninu. I understand when it comes to a human being, he's got to be there because he might have something to say for himself. He might be able to say, no, you got it all wrong, and I have a taina, and I have an excuse, and I have a reason. El Ashar, what's the shar going to do there? He's just standing like a shar. I mean, it's not going to help anything to have a shar in uh, in Beisdin. That's what Tulsa points out. That even if Lagabe all the other dinim, we say that's because by most of the other dinim, the svara, there's no svara to be mechalik. But over here, there's a very strong svara to be mechalik that the Bailim in Beisdin can say something for himself. The shar in Beisdin cannot say something for himself. That's the simple reading of the Gemara. It's the way Rashi and all the Rishonim pretty much read the Gemara, that when we say that that, that, that the Machlokas is whether we're done, we're, we're Gomer the Din of the Shor, Bifanov, we mean Bifnei the Shor, that the Shor has to be there in Beisdin. However, the Lecha Mishnah in Hilchus Gezer, the Perakim of Lecha Dalit writes that according to the Shita Sarambam, Ein Beisdin Gomer Dino Shal Shor, El Bifanov means El Bifnei Ba'alav, not Bifnei the Shor, it means Bifnei the Bailim. And he said, the Ramah the Rama writes in Nizke Mamun, Perakim of and so now how do you touch up the whole Gemara now? How does uh, any of us, right? So the, the line of that the Bible says, you shouldn't have brought it to Basin, you should have given it to me, and then I would have hidden the Shar in the Agam. How does that make sense if it's not about the Shar being here or not being here? So uh, the Lachemisha explains, um, then they would not have been Gomer the Din because I would have said that it got lost. And I don't even know who has it right now, and who the real Bailim is that that is going to be required to come to Basin. You know, I'm not the Bailim. Someone else took possession of it. It was Hefker or whatever. Someone else took possession of it. So I'm 
not even the Bailim. So, but now you see that the Shor is by you, and you are the Bailim because you're the Shomer. So now they're able to be Gomer the Din of the uh, of the Shor. And he's also Dochek to be Mefarish, the Taina of Rabbi Yaakov, of El Shor Barta Anasahu, right? Where the Gemara just said, What do you need a Shor here in Basin for? He's, a, he's not a Bartaina, he's not going to be able to say a Taina. So it sounds like the Gemara Din is in front of the Shor. So the, the Lech Mishnah says, No, the Ramam is going to learn is Bishlam of the Bailim will Taina that uh, he didn't do Bekavana, he did a Bishogeg or something like that. But a Shor is, a, I mean, the Bailim could say about himself, if he's the one that did the damage, he could, he, I, I understand what excuse he could have. He could say, I didn't do Bekavana, I did a Bishogeg, I was drunk, I was sick, I was on medication, oh, whatever, you know, some, some, uh, something like that. But by the Shor, there's no Taina you can make for a Shor to Pater him. Because if he's a Moor, he's Chayim, there's, uh, there's no further discussion. So it's not that the, 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 the Rabbi Yaakov's tied it back. It's not that the Shor won't have anything to say for himself. It's that the Baile won't have anything to say for the Shor. That's the, uh, the tied it back. Having said that, the Rambam in this came up in Parakir al-Halachiyud writes, L'fi she'ein gomrin dino shal Shor, ela pifnei hashor. So even though in one place it says it sounds like the Ram actually requires both. And it could be that he just reads the Gemara straight. That it's, uh, you know, that, that the same way Rashi read it, that we're talking about Hashar and not Okay, then the mission went on to say that if you give this Shar ten of the Dalit Shomrim, so those Dalit Shomrim become the Bailim now as far as the payments that are going to have to be made if that Shar does damage so we have a price that elaborates. There are four uh, types of people that go and take the place of the Bailim that now become Chayiv in whatever Nezek this animal does. Hargu, if the uh, shark kills while it's uh, under uh, the Shmira of these Dalit Shomrim, Tamin, and it's a short Tam, Neragin, Uptur Minakofer. So uh, it's gonna, the animal's going to get killed. It's going to be part from Kofer because the Tam is always part from Kofer, right? Kofer, Velochatsi Kofer. We don't have a din of Kofer by Tam. Muadin, and if it was a short Muad, Neragin, Mishamalis Kofer. So it gets killed, and you pay the Kofer. So the Bryce concludes, Vichayav and Lahaksir to make Shar Labayla. Then since the shark gets killed, and you're not returning it back to the Bailim, you're the Shomer, and you're not returning it back to the Bailim because it's getting killed. You have to pay for it and pay the Bailim, you know, you have to pay the money to the Bailim. Chutzmi Shomer Chinam, except for a Shomer Chinam, does not have to pay the money to the Bailim. So uh, the, now the Gemara explains what type of Shmira is the Brysa talking about was done on this Shar. We're going to have a Mishnah on the base. We're going to have three different Shitos about how carefully one needs to watch a Shar Muad. Rabbi Meir holds that both a Shar Tam and a Shar Muad require a Shmira Mu'ula. Rabbi Yehuda holds that a Muad. Um, you could even have a Shmira Pchusa, only a Tam requires a Shmira Mu'ula, and uh, Rabbi Lazar holds that no Shmira will ever be sufficient for a Shar Mu'ad. You just have to kill it. No Shmira will ever work for a Shar Mu'ad. So now, given that those are the three opinions, says the Gemara, Amri, Hechidami, what's the case that the Bryce is talking about? Eat and not tray. If we're talking about where you watch the Shmira Mu'ula, you, 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 you put a very good protection on it so that it shouldn't damage. So why does the Bryce only Pater the Shomer Chinam from returning the money. Afilu Kulunami Lifteru. Then all the, 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 the Shomer Sacher and the Socher also should be able to be Pater. Not the Shoel because he's Chayven Onsim, but, uh, but at least the Shomer Sacher and the Socher also should be able to be Pater from returning the Demei Shar because they did their job. Vidalonatre. And if you didn't watch it properly, Afilu Shomer Chinam Nechayev. Then even if you're a Shomer Chinam, then you were Poshea and you should be Chayev because the Shomer Chinam is Chayev on Pshia. So Amri Hachma Eskinan did not Shmir Pchusa. Case is you did watch it a shmir pchusa. 
You just didn't do a Shmira Me'ula. So Shomachinam calls the Shmira. So Shomachinam doesn't have to pay back because he did what he was supposed to do. He did a Shmira Pachusa, and that's the extent of his obligation. He's not obligated to do a Shmira Me'ula, and therefore he's not going to have to pay for anything. But Hanach, the other Shomrim, low calls the Shmira. It's not good enough for them to do a Shmira Pachusa. They have to do a proper Shmira Sashara, Shmira Me'ula. And when they didn't do that, it's considered to be negligence, and therefore they're going to have to pay the money back to the Bailim. So Amri says, says the Gemara, okay, so now we just said that there's a different level of Shemir required depending if you're a Shomachinam versus the other three Shomrim. That you're watching a Shomuad, and if you're a Shomachinam, Shemir B'chus is good enough. And if you're the other three Shomrim, you need a Shemir Mu'ula. So Keman, whose opinion in the Mishnah on Ahmed Bey is about how much Shemir Mu'ad requires, are we following? Ik Rebbe Meir, if we're assuming like Rebbe Meir that holds that a Mu'ad cannot have a Shemir B'chusa, and, and that's why the Bryce is Mechaiv the Bailim to pay Kofar, so the, the Hemshech of the Bryce that Patrus of Shomachinam from returning the money is going to be difficult. He holds as far as the level of Shmira that's required for the Shar, a Sochar is the same din as a Shomachinam. So why should it be any, uh, why should only the Shomachinam be putter from paying? Shomachinam and the Sochar share the same din. Listen, he should have said in the Hemshech of the Brisa that you have to return the Dmei Shar Lubaylam except for a Shomachinam and the Sochar. Shomachinam should not have been the only exception. The Ikar of Yudah, and if we're assuming like the Shit of Rabbi Yehuda, that a muad is uh, good enough to have a shmir pechusa. So the uh, amar socher can also socher dami, and he holds that a socher is the same din as a shomer socher, and therefore the brisa is mechayiv the socher uh, to pay to, the, to pay the value of the shar. So why are muad ragged and pay the kofar? Uh, he holds that it's good enough to have a shmir pechusa. Nisni chutzmi shomer chinam v'kulan b'muad and peturin linin kofar. Say chutzmi shomer chinam, and all of the shomerim, if it's a muad, are potter as far as Kofar is concerned, because you did your job, you did a Shmir Pachusa, and that's all you require. So the Gemara has two ways of understanding the Brisa. Number one, the Gemara says, Hamani. This Brisa is Rabbi Eliezer. That holds that the only way to really protect uh, Muad from doing any further damage is by killing it. And therefore, all the Dalit Shomrim are Chayev Kofar, even if you did a Shmira Pachusa. Ulinian Socher, but as far as a Socher having to return the money to the Bailim, Samela Kravyudu Damar Socher, Kenosi Socher Dami, holds that a Socher has the same level of responsibility as Nosi Socher, and only Shomer Chinam is not going to have to return the money. So as far as Kofer, they're all, all Dalit Shomer are going to have to pay the Kofer because the only way to protect it is by killing it. As far as paying back the Bailim, the value of the Shar, Shomer Chinam is the only one that gets off the, the, the hook from paying the Bailim the value of the Shar. Abayyamar Leolim Krav Meir. Abay says, really, the Bryce is going like Rav Meir, that a Muad can, cannot have a Shmir Pachusa. And therefore, all of them are Chayv and Kofar when they would do a Shmir Pachusa, because that's not sufficient for a Muad. Aye, we asked, then why doesn't the Bryce apatr the Socher from returning the Dmei Hashar to the Bailim as well? After all, according to Rav Meir, the din of a Socher is the same as that of a Shomer Chinam. And therefore, as far as the money is concerned, you did a proper Shmira, you did a Shmir Pachusa. So you have to say that a Meir holds. Uh, that uh, Sochar, Din of Shomer Sachar, Kedem 
Machlef Rabbi Baravua, meaning we're misunderstanding Rameir. We think Rameir on Socher has the din of Shomer Chinam, and therefore Shomer Chinam should not be the only one that doesn't have to pay the Baalim Socher, also should have to pay the Baalim. No, we got it backwards. Kedem Machlef Rabbi Baravua, Rabbi Baravua switched around the Shitos. Vitani, Socher, Ketem Mishalem, Rameir Omer Kishomer Socher, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Kishomer Chinam. Rameir holds the Socher, the same din as Shomer Socher. And, and therefore, according to Rabbi Meir, yes, a Shomer Chinam will be Potter from paying when he did a Shmir Pachusa, but a Socher and a Shomer Socher will not be Potter from paying. They will actually have to pay the Bailim back. Okay. Amr of Lazar, Masr Shor of the Shomer Chinam, Hizik Chayiv, Huzak Potter. Now we're going to talk about uh, if uh, Shomer is watching it and it does damage, so the Mishnah spoke about what happens, that the Shomer has to pay for that damage. What if it gets damaged while it's in the Rishos of the Shomer? So Rabbi Elazar tells us that if it does damage, yeah, the Shomer has to pay for the Nezek. If it gets damaged, the Shomer is potter from paying for the Nezek. Samri Hechidami, well, what exactly is the case? If he was Makabal to watch the Shor, that it shouldn't get damaged, that it shouldn't do damage, nor that it should get damaged. I mean, I'm going to keep such a close eye, nothing is going to happen with the shor afilu huzgnamil chayiv. Then even if it gets damaged, you should be chayiv. You were makabel to protect it from that. And if you were not makabel shmiras nizakov, meaning the general category of damages, then afilu huzgnamil potter. Then you should have been potter even if it does damage. Meaning we're assuming right now that there's such a that that it's such a general thing that you're either makabel. All Nezek in both directions, or you makabel no Nezek. That when you say I'm makabel Nezakov, uh, you mean that I'm being makabel that it shouldn't do damage, nor should it get damage. And if you're not makabel Nezakov, it means you're being makabel neither. So then, how can we distinguish between them? So Amaravel the Olam Shekibel of Shmiras Nezakov. The case is you are makabel Nezakov. But you knew that this shor was a shor nagchan, and you were makabel to, to to just stam to do a shmira. When you have a shor that's known as a nagchan, it's known as a dangerous shor. So so we assume that when you're makabel the nezek, even if you say the word nezakov, what you mean to say is, I know this animal is dangerous. I know it's a vildechaya, and and and. and and, and I have to keep a, an eye on it. So I, I'm going to keep an eye on it, that it won't hurt anybody. It would never dawn on you that the bully would get bullied. It would never dawn on you that the, the shard that's been doing all this damage might actually get hurt by somebody else. So you weren't macabre that, because that wouldn't have even occurred to you, knowing that the shard was such a, uh, such a dangerous shard. Okay, now we move on to the Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, what level of shmir is required for a sharmuad and a shartam, respectively? So ksharu balav bimosera vinal befal of karatli. If you tie it down really well with a chain or something, and you lock the the uh, barn in front of it, so it's not able in a way that the delus is not going to be able to uh, is is, is going to be it will be able to withstand the ruach Matsuya. So that's what we call a shmir pchusa. You tie it down and you tie, you close the door so that or you close the door so that uh, so that a ruach Matsuya will not uh, will not open the door. The Yatsuvihizik. Then it gets out and it does damage. Echatam Vechmur Chayev Divrameir. Rameir holds both Tam and Mur, that's only Shmir Pchusa, and you're gonna be Chayev because you need to do more than a Shmir Pchusa. Rabbi Yudo Omer Tam Chayev, the Tam is gonna be Chayev, but Mu'ad Pater. If it's a Mu'ad, you're Pater. Shanamar Veloyishmarenu Balav Vishamaruza. Because the Pasik says Veloyishmarenu Balav, so it's uh, the the Chiyuv of the Bailim is totally in a lack of Shmira. So as long as there was Shmira, 
even if it's a Shmir Pchusa, we're not going to be Mechaev you. And this is, it had a Shmir Pchusa, it had the Shmir that it, uh, that it required. The Miri points out the obvious problem with the Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, that a Shor Tam needs a Shmir Ma'ula, and a Shor Mu'ad only needs a Shmir Pchusa, you know, to borrow the expression that we had a couple of days ago, V'chiyetziva Ba'ara V'giyura B'shmei Shemaya, I mean, it's backwards, it doesn't make any sense. So the Miri writes, no, when an animal has a reputation of being a Mu'ad, anyone else who has an animal in the vicinity is going to guard their animal much more carefully not to get hurt, meaning they know there's a moor in the neighborhood. It's like, uh, you know, I guess Lahavdil when they put out those alerts about the pedophile in the neighborhood. So everyone watches their kids a little bit more. They don't think they're going to be able to watch the pedophile. They'll watch their kids a little bit, uh, a little bit better that, uh, you know, Rahman al-Sun, nothing, nothing should happen to them. So you have a shard that's such a wild shard, so everybody else is going to watch a little more carefully. So as far as the, the shomer of the shard, he doesn't have to watch as carefully. He only needs a shmir Maybe that's the svar is still not so satisfying, but that's the, uh, the what the Meiri suggests. Rabbi Lazar Omer ain't lo shmira elasakin. If the shar is already proven to be a uh, damaging shar, so the only way to protect it is by killing it. And even if you do a shmira meula and it damages, you're going to have to pay for the niske hashar. So my time is Rameir. Why does Rameir hold that both the tam and the muad need a shmira meula? Because kasavar stam shvarim lav b'ches kashim kaimi. He assumes a, st- a stam shar uh, is uh, not considered to be protected and watched. And the Torah says, Tam Nichayiv, they have to pay for the Tashlumen of a Tam. Um, and that teaches me that you have to uh, do a Shmir Pchusa in order to pater yourself from paying for the damages that it does. Meaning, once the, shor, the Torah's Mechayiv, a short Tam, that's not watched at all, Bitashlumen, so we learn that, oh, so if you watch it, it's part from Tashlumen. How much watching? More than zero. Meaning, a Shmir Pchusa. Then the Torah says, Right, it says and it says that in the context of muad. Oh, so now there's another level of shmirah that's required. So the second time it mentions shmirah, it must be in a higher level of shmirah. So now I learned that you need shmirah mula. And we learn one from the other that tam and muad are in the same parsha. So uh, the level of shmirah that you need for both of them is the same. They're both going to need a shmirah mula. Rabbi Yudas says no. Stam it's always the derech of Bnei Adam to watch their shor at least the shmir pchusa. So the, the 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 ground level is that you're doing a shmir pchusa. That's the assumption, right? That's the basis of the discussion. And then the Torah says, and even when you do that, you have to pay if the time does damage. Why? Because shmir pchusa is not good enough. You need to do a shmir mula. So and then the Torah says by muad then by Mord it says oh and you better really watch it so now you have a Reboy Acheriboy because by time it already said you need a Shmira Mula then again by Mord it says you need a Shmira Mula and then Reboy Acheriboy whenever you have a double Reboy it's always, it always swings back in the other direction it always comes to be Mimait so so the Torah is telling me that by the Mord you don't need a Shmira Mula only by the time do you need the Shmira Mula by the Mord because uh, you know uh, paradoxically because it was a Reboy Acheriboy so it knocks down the level of Shmira. 
Maybe you're going to say negichal atam negichal muad that lechora uh, they should have the same din. So amir rachmanim lo yishmerenu lazeb lo laacher. No, but there's a miut in the pasuk that says lo yishmerenu by yishar muad to tell me that uh, it's enough to have a shmir pechusa dafka by the muad and not by the tam. So vami bayule lav. How can you learn from 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 the lo yishmerenu that a short tam has to pay even if it has a uh, that a short tam rather has to have a shmir meula vami bayule don't you need it for the chi of niske muad? If you don't, if the bailim doesn't do the shmir muula, uh, and to darshan the riboy acha riboy to be memayik from that chi of say so, imkain says gemara. If the pasuk only would have said to darshan riboy acha riboy and that a muad uh, uh, doesn't require shmir muula, nichtav rachman v'lo yishmar my v'lo yishmar anu lazev l'la'acher to tell me that this din of a shmir muula uh, of a shmir of, of not requiring shmir muula is only by a muad but by a time you. Taka do need a shmirah meula. Tanya Reb Lazar ben Yaakov Omer echotam yechad muad sheshamu shmir pchusa pater. That Reb Lazar says you're always going to be pater if you do a shmir pchusa on the tam or a muad. My taima why? Because some of the kraviyut the da'amar muad shmir pchusa sagilei v'yel if negich latam negich lemuad he does hold like kraviyut that a shmir pchusa is all that you need for a muad, but he also holds that a tam matches a muad. Whatever the din of a muad is, the same din is going to be by a tam. Amr avad baravul that when Rabbi Yudah Pater's Niske Sharmuad that, uh, that, that was watched with the Shmir Pchusa, that's only on the Chelek of the Muad, but the Chelek that Yechayev Mitzat Tamus, meaning the Chatzin Nezek, that remains as a Tam, and the Bailim is not Pater from that Chiyuv with a Shmir Pchusa. So Mele, if you have a Sharmuad that you did a Shmir Pchusa, and it goes down and damages, Yechayev to pay Chatzin Nezek. It's not that you're totally Pater because a muad only requires a shmir pchusa, it still has its tzad tamu, so you still chayiv for that. So I'm a rav. Muad the karen yimin, ain't muad the karen small. If an animal is a muad to gore with its right horn, it's not a muad to gore when it gores with its left horn. So I'm a rav. That both the tam and the muad require shmir muula. And I'm a rav. And if uh, you're going like rav Yehuda, my area karen small. I feel the karen yimin nami is pei tzad tamus with pei tzad muad. Even on the, with the right horn, there still remains a tzad tamos bimakoma. So Amri liolam krabiyuda. We're really holding a krabiyuda that's that's mechalik between the chiv of of, of shmiras tam and shmiras muad below svirule de ravada barava. But he doesn't hold that ravada barava that the tzad tamos bimakoma omedes vachi kamer. This is what Rav is saying. Ki agavna, where one karen is a tam and the other one is a muad. That's the only case where you could have a tam and a muad wrapped up in one animal. But when you have an actual muad, then we don't say, oh, it's a combination of tam plus another half of muad. Tamus and muadus in one animal can only be right horn, left horn. It cannot be when an animal is just tam and muad. We don't say that it's still also a tam. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up the two dots on the top of Memvav. Everyone have a wonderful day.